Hi, I'm Lauren Flash-Snyder with Class Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm with Brian Bat, star of Pay the Writer at the Pershing Square Signature Center. Hello. Hi. Well, we're thrilled to have you with us today. Thank you for your time. And we'll just start talking about this play by novelist Tawny O'Dell, which tracks the multi-decade relationship between a gay literary agent and his client and friend, a Black best-selling novelist near the end of his life, trying to tie up loose ends and find closure. So, Brian, that's a lot. Tell us a little bit more about the play and your character, Bruston Fisher. Bruston Fisher, yes. I play um, his agent that they meet by chance when they're much younger, and they have this lifelong friendship. And uh, um, Cyrus, played by the wonderful Ron Ron Kanda, um, he becomes this huge uh, star, celebrity, and he's a, he's a great genius. And sometimes geniuses go off the deep end. They do things that are not the, the most, the, the, some of them not the kindest, the most thought out. And it also, this play deals with, you know, what do you forgive? What do you uh, allow great artists to get away with? And how to bring them back to reality, in a sense. He had this estranged wife that he really loved, but he, he made a mess sometimes of his life, as people do. But what I love about the play is that it's about him making amends and trying to fix uh, the, some of the mess that he created. I, I was raised, my father always said, if you make a mistake, apologize and try to make amends. That's what a gentleman does. And um, in this day and age, I think people could listen to that advice and and heed it strongly. Um, (laughs) But I do love the play because it is about um, redemption in a way. At the end of the play, he I don't want to give anything away, but there's a few moments where there is laughter through tears, which is one of my favorite emotions, especially in the theater. And um, there's just this collective audible, oh, the people are very, very touched, and I love that. One of the things I also love about the play is it, it deals with some very interesting uh, human uh, emotions and conditions and relationships, but it never panders, and it's it, 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 although it is very intelligent, it's not trying to impress you. It's very accessible. It's not one of these plays that you go and you see and you go, what did I just say? What was that? Why not? What were they trying to say? You really get. The story, it, the story is told clearly, and um, I really, really am, am enjoying doing the play with these wonderful actors, Marshall Cross and Ron Canada. The entire cast is fantastic. Oh, great. Tell us a little bit about your character, the agent with this long-term relationship with this fellow who turns out to be extraordinarily talented and, and quite a genius. Yes, um, it's interesting. I, there's... I, I, there's a hint that there might be some crush, you know, a man crush on him. Uh, but it really does. It's out of respect and deep love and respect. And it's two ways. You know, although um, Cyrus does not always show it, uh, Bruston knows it's there. And it's sometimes, you know, I believe in sticking with something. If you make a commitment to someone or something and then you believe in it strong enough, strongly enough, you, you stick with it. Now, there, there are some times, there's one point in the play where uh, my character just is, is done. He starts to walk away and um, he realizes that how much Cyrus does need him in his life to really just help him through it. Uh, I, I really, it's an interesting, it's a kind of a relationship I've never really seen on the stage before. And there's some themes that are brought up that have not been 
explored on the stage before. So that that's another aspect that I really enjoy uh, playing. Um, that's what's wonderful about live theater is it's different every night because the audience is a character in the play. I'm sure you've heard many actors say that, but it is so true. It is so true. And our audiences have been fantastic. It's an intimate theater. It's a small theater, only 200 seats. So we know right away, you know, that they're with us and we hear them and they, their responses really propel us, you know, and help us tell the story. Yeah, a very special environment. Now, playwright Tawny O'Dell is known mostly as a novelist. Did you put her through her paces as a playwright? You know what? What I don't think so, because um, our director, Karen Carpenter, and everyone connected to the play, I, I, I have to say this, they're just a very a group of very nice people mm. and very talented actors and respectful of everyone. So there, there was never really a raised voice ever, but everyone had the permission and and were comfortable enough to say, you know what, this this line isn't working for me. How about, and, and Tony would go back and the next day have something even more fantastic than she had the day before. So, you know, I really appreciate that because, you know, it's wonderful working with a living playwright. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> they can go back and, and there's some things that she really, said, you know, no, this has to stay. And and when we got it in front of an audience, she was right. And there were some things, you know, I'm I'm of the school that the best idea wins. I don't care who come came up with it. I don't care, you know, ego schmigo. If it works and it it, it, it should be on the stage. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like and that's one thing we did not have with this with this show there was never even checked their egos or their ids at the door you know and we really worked on creating and telling tawny's story that she what i love about this was she totally made it up you know she could have followed a you know very famous novelist like mailer or whoever and and made it all about them but she created these all these characters are fictional that she made and they're so rich and deep and and wonderfully flawed and you know wonderfully talented and their relationships are very deep and interesting and i love that she just created created all this out of nothing mm, quite quite an imagination yes really to tell a story and create new characters that we've never met before now with you as an actor in addition to your work on mad men you're known as a musical theater performer and of course i've told you i have a fangirl crush from your <laughs> How does that inform your work in a straight play, in a straight new play? Everything I do as an actor, I approach first as an acting, as an actor. It's an acting choice. It's all acting. Um, whether you're singing a song, whether you're, you know, uh, doing a monologue, whether you're doing a musical, a play, TV, film, it all comes from the same core uh, place of truth and then telling the story and making it as real as possible and as comfortable within your skin and your body uh, as possible and making it, uh, finding, bringing what's unique about yourself to the role while creating a, a character. Um, you know, I, years ago when I was in high school, I was very theatrical. I was theatrical when I was a little kid, then I didn't think it was cool. And then I, you know, my high school drama teacher, Kitty Greenberg, cornered me in, a, in the hallway and said, when are you going to audition for one of my plays? You know you're, you're, you're going to be good. And you know you'd love it. You got to do it. So I did. And I was hooked. And she wanted me to audition for, you know, some of the uh, 
conservatories. And um, looking back, I think I should have, but my father was so very ill. They, he, they brought him home from the hospital during my senior year and he was not supposed to live. They did not expect him to live. My mother did all this research and found these heart drugs that were being tested from France. And it, he, he, was, he stayed alive uh, for the next four years. So I chose to go to Tulane in my hometown of New Orleans to be with him, that I could spend those next four years. And we didn't know how long it would be. And I moved to New York and the next month he passed away. So I made the right choice that way. But I always, always love the theater. In fact, um, that's that story right there is is one that is in my one-man show that I wrote called Dear Mr. Williams that hopefully will be on the boards in New York soon. Oh, that would be great, Brian. And first off, I want to acknowledge the shout out to your high school drama teacher. Unfortunately, she's no longer with us. I, one of the biggest honors was I, I spoke at her memorial and... Um, if it was not for her, I don't know if I would really be have pursued being an actor. I think there's a lot of people in the business that would say that on both sides of the of the proscenium. Um, you published a memoir about your mother and thank yeah. you for sharing the story about about your dad. Mm-hmm. You called it She Ain't Heavy, She's My Mother. Yes. Do you see that book being adopted into a play? You know, it's been adopted. My friend David Rambo and I adapted it for a TV series. So anybody who hears this, contact me. We'll send you the pilot. Um, it could be a great series, I think. Um, it's about an affordable woman um, in a time where, you know, uh, my mother was raised just to be a lovely housewife and mother. And she triumphed through all this adversity and emerged this she became an iconic woman in New Orleans all the while maintaining her southern belle charm that was just innate to her it was not fake you know you see some of these shows and what were these uh, southern bells that you, you know appear that they're, they're, it's all a facade this was to her core you know literally when she had uh, one of her cancer battles she came out of she had a lot of part of her lung removed and the nurse brought us in and said you know your mother First of all, they thought, you know, it would be hours, hours, hours before she'd come to. And they said, you have your mother's one tough cookie. And we went in to say hi, my brother, and held her hand. And she goes, oh, honey, it's so great to see you, boys. I love you so much. And where's my lipstick? <laughs> the first thing she wanted to know, she had to be presentable in the hospital room, which I thought was hysterical. Oh, so sweet. A and, true um... steel magnolia, true steel magnolia. I miss her every day. Right. And then, you know, and, and actually a play that I missed. And maybe it's time to bring that one back. In addition to She Ain't Heavy, She's My Mother having its TV pilot. So yeah. I would hope that that might come from this, Brian. That would make me very happy. Would love that. <laughs> You'll come to the premiere. There you go. You bet. You bet. Thank you, Brian. I'm Lauren Schneider with Brian Batt, star of Pay the Writer at the Pershing Square Signature Center.